growth and success only happen when you reach balance and harmony in your thoughts, feelings and actions. Everything you do today, do it with ease, grace and love. Results will come as a consequence. That's the law. I'm Marie Burrows. Welcome to Leaders Leading Leaders, a Friday podcast. Now let's explore today this innate need that we have to belong and where it comes from. Okay, and why do we always need to fit in? More importantly, let's explore the impact this has on creativity and innovation in our own lives and in the workplace. And the first step to any self-discovery is to understand why we think and feel the way we do and just become aware of it. I think we spend so much time worrying about what other people think of us and trying to fit in that it almost hinders our own ability to think about, well, do we like ourselves and do we love us? Like as in each person themselves. And part of this is nature and part of it is nurture as well. And what do I mean by that? I think if you have a look at the way the brain is structured, part of the old mammalian brain is designed to keep us safe. And to keep us safe, you want to stay in the herd because if you get thrown out of the herd, you know, and you're on your own, there's a high chance that you could fall ill and die or get eaten by a lion. Very, very primitive stuff. But then there's also nurture. We are, from the minute that we are, um, you know, we're born, we're taught to constantly think about making others feel happy, which is not a bad thing in itself. But if you think about that constant spaced repetition and the way that we train ourselves and we've been trained to constantly look at other people, what will they think, to fit in, to think about what we need to do to, to always be accepted over time. And by, t- by the time we get to the, probably the age of 35 years of age, we actually don't know what we want ourselves. We stop asking ourselves What is it that we really, really want? And do I like me? The only way we learn how to like ourselves is through accolades, is through what other people tell us that we're good or bad, or through results, through promotions, through the material aspects of life. And we become very, very reliant on winning things materialistically to prove to ourselves that we're good enough. Now, what does this have to do with unconditional love? Well, the truth is, if you can't show yourself unconditional love, if you can't love yourself and be kind to yourself and be gentle with yourself and reward yourself and then stay open, you know, with an open heart for yourself and look at yourself in the mirror every single day and say to yourself, I love you exactly as you are with no conditions whatsoever, not based on what you've achieved, not based on how much money you've got, not based on your physical beauty, not based on whether or not you're married, have kids, have a great career, have the house, anything like that. If you can't effectively do that for yourself, how can you expect other people to show you unconditional love? And this is a really, really big point here. We have to learn 
to love ourselves, not in a selfish way. It's a selfless way. The more you love you, the more you love everything around you, the better we become as human beings. Do you know that they say that judgment, when you judge someone else, all you're actually doing, okay, is deflecting how you feel about yourself. When we judge others, momentarily we make ourselves feel better. That's it. That's the only reason we judge, which is a really interesting, a very, very interesting concept. So then I take it even further and ask myself, well, what is true unconditional love and how does that fit into the whole scheme of leadership, even of world peace? And then we have to think about it from this perspective for me. If, again, we don't practice loving ourselves, everything that we do otherwise is going to come from a place and a position of fear. What if someone doesn't like me? What if my opinion that I truly believe in, people don't like, and so therefore I'll keep it to myself? So it really also hinders creativity and innovation. So we've got, like we've been gifted with that much talent and ability, right, that we can never use it all in this lifetime. Yet we treat ourselves like we're really, really small and we're not willing to share our true thoughts and our true selves because we're too scared of what other people are going to think. And so you think about how much we're not giving the world as a result of that. And as a result of that, think about how poorly we're treating ourselves because all we're looking at is are people going to like me and we're we really, I mean, I know this doesn't, this may, may not make a lot of sense, but all we're trying to do is ensure that we fit in. All right, so I think the first step is to understand that you truly, the most important person to love you is you, no one else. I would be doing so much work on that first before looking to find love from the outside or anywhere else. And I'll leave it with this final note. What other people think of you really is none of your business. Not everyone's going to like you, and that's okay too. We just have to accept that. But the vast majority of people, and those people who warrant to be in your life, will love you when you stay true to yourself. So be you, be true. That's my thought for the day.